following is a presentation of Main Street Media, your source for news, sports, and information on Main Street in Middle Tennessee. Let me say something else, too, about Mo Pat. Mo has done it all. I mean, he's covered the Titans. He's covered the Vols. He's done high school. He's a fantastic writer and is now actually hosting a talk show every day in Columbia that is outstanding. I said no. Sarah says it has to happen. I'm not going to win that battle. No. But I can tell you that. I'm surprised she even asked you. I, I brought it up. Oh, you brought it I up. Said, I said, we're not Now, doing why that. did you open that door if you didn't want it to be there? I said, we're not doing Elf on the Shelf, right? She goes, oh, we're definitely doing Elf on the Shelf. Who Again, should have been number one on I'm you? not asking you. I, I'm, I'm telling you that Georgia shouldn't have been, and they shouldn't be in the playoff. I would take Notre Dame that, in the playoff you over know, Georgia You know what? Right That's a conversation not even worth having. From preps to pros and everything in between, it's Southern Middle Tennessee Sports Today. Live from the Lee Company Studio with the Hall of Famer Mo Patton. Here's Chris Yad. We're going to have some conversations worth having today on Southern Middle Tennessee Sports today, presented by Mid Tennessee Bone and Joint. We got a lot of them to get to, and I am pumped about it. Thank you for joining us. If you are watching on the video stream, we appreciate it. If you are listening, we also appreciate you doing that. So thank you very much. I just know that what's what's the saying, Chris? And idle hands are the devil's workshop, yep. or something like that. When when JP is left to his own devices, yeah, things happen. It, they do, in fact. Yeah, yeah. It's a. There are far worse ways to open a show than Mike Keith saying our show is good. There is a. <laughs> We could just <laughs> we can quit now. We can pretty well shut it down. Yeah, <laughs> see y'all tomorrow. Shoot, that's the beginning of the show, the and, middle of the show, and, and the end. We out. <laughs> Have a good one. <laughs> oh man, it's we, good thing these mics are attached. <laughs> we would drop one. There we go. Doom, doom. <laughs> oh man, hope you guys are having a fantastic week. It is Thursday, and we don't have any high school football to get prepared for and it's well actually well <laughs> i'm sorry we don't have a bunch of high school football to get prepared for we have one high school football you game. don't have any high school football to get prepared for oh man what a fantastic day it is going to be looking forward to it got got a couple great guests today some hoops talk with columbia state men's basketball coach winston neal uh, Brian Coleman of Summit Spartans football team joins us one more time to close out the year. And we'll talk high school hoops, college hoops, and much more. we got some top stories to get to here momentarily, but before we do any of that, it's a short one today, but we have to give you the rundown. This is The Rundown. Let's do it. The Thursday Rundown is brought to you by Barry B. Coble with Crest Point Wealth Management. Barry B. Coble with Crest Point Wealth Management offers personalized wealth management strategies for clients based on where you are in your financial journey. 
go see Barry at Crest Point Wealth Management at 700 North Main Street in Columbia. Securities offered through registered representatives of Cambridge Investment Research Incorporated. It's not where she's located. SIPC advisory services offered through Cambridge Investment Research Advisors Incorporated. A registered investment advisor, Crest Point Wealth Management, and Cambridge are not affiliated. <laughs> Oops. <laughs> she just moved. I forgot. Oh, goodness gracious. Uh, NBA action from Wednesday night. The Grizzlies fell to Dallas 104-96. And that's it for the results <laughs> side of things. <laughs> Today's schedule in high school basketball action, Spring Hill travels to Fairview. How do you get from Spring Hill to Fairview? Don't answer that. Anyway, doubleheader starting at 6 with the girls. High school wrestling action tonight. Eagleville travels to Spring Hill for a 5.30 start, roughly. Columbia Central, for the second time in three nights, will wrestle Marshall County, this time in Lewisburg, (laughs) starting around 5.30. And at 6 o'clock, Independence is at Blackman. That'll be a good one. That will be a good one. High school football action tonight, Mo. We were just talking about the East-West All-Star Classic is at 7 p.m. That's going to be on the campus of Austin P. University, Austin P. State University. And <laughs> and if you thought it was tonight, uh, tomorrow night, well, well it was. As now it's kitchen. not. <laughs> it was. Now it ain't. Here yeah. we go. In NHL action, the Preds are traveling up to New York to take on the Islanders. It's a 6.30 puck drop on Bally. And Thursday night football, the Steelers are at Minnesota. 7.20 kick on Fox. And NBA, the Grizzlies host the Lake Show. 7 p.m. And speaking of the Lakers, I'll mention something here in just a second, but that's going to do it for the rundown. So HBO and the Jeff Perlman Lakers book about the 80s Lakers is now a HBO series. Starting in March? Starting in March. That's going to be cool. I mean, just if nothing else, the the graphics and the just kind of, you know, seeing what it was like in the 80s. I wonder... How much, and I would never ask him, but what's the check when your book gets turned into an HBO series? Let, let's just, and the first thing I thought of was, you know, we don't get into this business for the money, and, and, I, and Jeff didn't get into this business to make money. No. He just so happened to be very good at research and turning facts into consumable content Mm -hmm. and he's really good at it and it has turned into a fantastic career for jeff perlman the former tennessean sports writer try to get him we might need to get him it's been a while and and really cool that he was uh that he has been able to turn his abilities into something as cool as that so anyway yeah other top stories we failed to mention. Uh, we may have mentioned it briefly. I'm not sure. I know I, I had said something to you, but I don't know if we said anything on the show. About, I don't know that we discussed it on the show. Uh, about Tennessee State great Claude Humphrey, who passed away earlier this month, uh, an NFL Hall of Famer. Yeah. Um, grew up watching him play for the Falcons when the Falcons were really bad. He was, he and Tommy Nobis were two of the few things worth watching in the red and black back then. But, he was uh, the Dale Murphy and, and Phil Necro of the Falcons. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's that's a pretty good, it's a pretty good comp. 
there actually. But yeah, um, inducted into the Pro Football Hall of Fame in 2014 after spending what 11 seasons with the Falcons and three more with the Eagles. Um, won an NFC Championship in 1980. Six-time Pro Bowler. Five-time First-Team All-Pro. Three-time second-team All-Pro. He was the NFL Defensive Rookie of the Year in 1968. And um, coming off of a great career, like you said, at Tennessee State. And passed December 3rd at the age of 77. His high school number has been retired. He's a member of both the Tennessee and the Georgia Sports Hall of Fames. And his number at TSU was retired. So, <laughs> During Super Bowl 15, Humphrey was called for rough in the passer against Oakland Raiders' Jim Plunkett. Humphrey picked up the penalty flag and fired it back at referee Ben Dreith. That's a Hall of Fame move right That's there a, in yeah. and of itself. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> I, I'm not always for that, but sometimes I'd be for that. So, so check this out. I, I had forgotten this. I, I feel sure I knew it at the time. But he was on that Philadelphia Eagles team that played against Oakland in the Super Bowl, as was Murfreesboro native, Vanderbilt standout, Dennis Harrison, current wrestling coach at Brentwood Middle School. Hmm. So the two defensive ends for the Philadelphia Eagles in that Super Bowl were both Actually, both had local ties. Yeah, Middle Tennessee ties. That's pretty cool. That is cool. Oh, man. We're going to talk a little bit more about the East-West All-Star Classic and the fact that Maddox Reed will not be participating a little bit later with Brian Coleman. But uh, again, that game is tonight, not tomorrow. If you were planning on going, you should probably think about, you know, getting started. A um, couple of other things in the high school world Columbia Academy's Carly Quillen signed today, earlier today, or, you know, at, at uh, these, at Columbia Academy. And she will be heading to Freed Hardeman. Tell you what, that softball team up there is going to be really good. They they suddenly got real good real quick. <laughs> Between Carla Quillen, who hit 449, scored 51 runs, and was 22 of 23 on stolen base attempts for the Lady Bulldogs last spring as they won their second state championship in as many attempts. Yeah, that's really weird. Yeah, it really is because in 19 they won it in Class A. They went up to uh, went to Division 2A for 20, no tournament. Won it in Division 2A uh, this past spring. So, and probably gonna win it again, most likely. Because I don't know who's gonna be uh, hitting Miss Slaughter. <laughs> I don't know who's gonna be hitting Miss Slaughter, and I don't know who's gonna pitch to Miley Hardy. Nobody. So nobody with a brain. She might have to step across the plate and try to get a bat on a couple. <laughs> Bad news bears it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um. Big news coming out of Chattanooga in the high school football world. Baylor and Phil Massey part ways. Sixteen-year vet. 98 and 61 in 16 years, um, two division, two AAA runner-up finishes in 2010 and 2011. And the timing of this really makes me feel like 
Somebody watched Macaulay win its third consecutive state championship and said, up with this, we will not put. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know how we get to that level, but we get we can't we can't stay at this one. No. You know what what we've been doing is unfortunately not enough. And Phil Massey, great football coach, one of you know one of the best in in that area. But I mean, it's just like Ed Orgeron got fired for not being Nick Saban. That's just the bottom line. That's tough. I mean. 98 wins over 16 years. That's pretty solid, isn't it? One would think. um, I mean. I guess it's been 10 years since they've been to the state championship game, and I guess that's the way they explain it. But it's also been a month since they got their season completed, which is why it feels like to me, this was precipitated by the events of last Thursday night. Well, I, you know, it's interesting that you say that because he's. It, I'm not sure what their record was this year, but 2020 they were four and four, zero oh, and one in the playoffs. Went nine and two in 2019, but lost in the first round of the playoffs to NBA. 2018 four and seven, 2017 four and eight. Okay, had not been to the semifinals since 2016 when they lost to Brentwood Academy. So, I, I mean – Well, I mean, that that makes a little bit more sense, it's to be trending honest. Downward. It's just the, the timing is yeah. odd to me. Trending downward, but it's trending downward at the same time that Macaulay is trending upward. So, perhaps there's a reason for that. Anyway. <laughs> when we come back, we will tell you – the team of the week, the player of the week, and we'll talk high school sports, high school hoops. On the other side, stick around right after this. Mid-Tennessee Bone and Joint treats your orthopedic injuries and existing conditions. Our trained physicians will get you back in the game faster. Contact us at 931-381-2663 or www.mtbj.net. Fast Stop Markets is a full-service, family-owned convenience store chain located in 14 locations throughout Middle and West Tennessee. For those in our listing area, you can find them in Columbia, Centerville, Lawrenceburg, Spring Hill, Dixon, and White Bluff. Fast Stop partners with wholesale fuel brands like Shell, Marathon, and Exxon, delivering a consistent customer experience that is fast, friendly, and clean. If it's not already, it will soon become your go-to store to shop in town or on the road. Fast Stop Markets is proud to be keeping you moving in Tennessee. Keep your home as comfortable as possible. If you have any issues with your air conditioner, electrical, or plumbing systems, call Lee Company. Our techs use visual findings and other technology tools to add transparency and clarity. You see what we see, whether we're in a crawl space or on the roof. We're here 24-7, so if you need us, call us. Lee Company, call 931-548-4448 today or schedule your appointment at LeeCompany.com. That's LeeCompany.com. Hey, folks. While we take a quick break from the show, I want to tell you about our friends over at Custom Stone Handlers in downtown Columbia. Ned Rich and his team at Custom Stone Handlers believe in leadership. And outside of the military, our greatest leader-building platform is sports. Custom Stone Handlers proudly encourages young people to get in the game, 
You can contact them today at 931-490-4990 or visit customstonehandlers.com. Mid-Tennessee Bone & Joint has been the official sports medicine provider for Murray County Schools for more than 40 years. We specialize in orthopedic injuries and our OrthoQuick walk-in service lets you bypass the ER. Visit us online at www.mtbj.net. Local sports talk you'll only find here. It's Southern Middle Tennessee Sports Today. Live from the Lee Company Studio with the Hall of Famer Mo Patton, here's Chris Yao. Welcome back in Southern Middle Tennessee Sports Today, presented by Mid-Tennessee Bone & Joint. Got plenty of hoops to talk about, Mo. We've had a good week of heading back to last Wednesday. Had a solid week of action. Got some really good basketball being played in our immediate area here in South Williamson, Murray. Lawrence counties. I'm excited about North Giles. North Giles. I mean, I'm excited about what we've got coming up. And of course, you can follow all of that coverage on MainStreetMurray.com, MainStreetPreps.com, and looking forward to continuing to bring you the best, most comprehensive, and timely coverage of high school sports in the area. Let's talk about one of the teams, Mo, that had a pretty good week last week. The End to Win Life Team of the Week, presented by our friends at Custom Stone Handlers, goes to the Central Basketball Boy Lions. 3 0 last week. Boy Lions. The Boy Lions. Not the Girl Lions, the Boy Lions. <laughs> there are two different kinds of Lions. Lions. Not to be confused with lines. That's correct. Not the lines. Not no. the lines. Not the Columbia Central lines. <laughs> Although that would be hilarious if they were. If they did if they did a playoff of that, that would be so good. Uh the Nick Campbell led Central Lions went three and zero last week, defeating Rockvale 64-39 on the road, going up to my old stomping grounds and defeating the Franklin Admirals. 77-58, and then coming home on Saturday, scoring 52 points in the second half to defeat Riverdale 73-63. Impressive. That's a tough week right there. Tuesday, Friday, Saturday. And you're talking about two Murfreesboro schools and Franklin. That's that's a solid week, which is why they are the end to win life team of the week. There you go. MTBJ Player of the Week. Mid-Tennessee Bone and Joint Player of the Week goes to Auden Slaughter, the freshman. He's a freshman. Yeah. Auden Slaughter, 27 points per game and two wins last week. Dropped 31 against Perry County and had five total threes in the two wins for the undefeated Santa Fe Wildcats, Mo. Undefeated. Undefeated. Six and, and untied, o, but scored a punt. <laughs> yeah, you know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, the freshman kid's really good, and I'm telling you, I mean, just when he when he figures it out, it's gonna be really good, uh, right? <laughs> yeah. If he if he ever finds out that he's good, uh, seriously, that kid's a phenomenal. His brother is 
I'm telling you, just the fact they've got three basketball players down there that are really good basketball players. And I, I mean, this is going to be a good year for Santa Fe. Watch out for the Wildcats. That's all I'm saying. And, and I think they're motivated because they feel like they left some stuff on the table last year. Oh, they certainly did. <clears throat> and here's the thing. There's a couple of teams they ain't got to worry about. So, hmm, I'm just go. saying. I'm not I'm saying. I'm not saying. Just I'm saying. I'm just saying. All right. Uh, let's, uh, let's talk a little bit of football before we get to our game of the week and some more basketball just because we want to go ahead and wrap up our high school football pick them. Uh, we picked 134 games last year, Mo, or this year, this year. 134 high school football games were picked. And, I mean, honestly, if we were a baseball team, it'd be pretty good. Doesn't mean we'd win the World Series, though. Does not mean we'd win the World Series. But after last week, uh, Mo and I picked two games differently. We <laughs> split, split them. the two games, unfortunately, which means I went six and three. Mo went six and three, and we tied for the season at 101 and 33. 101 correct picks to 33 incorrect picks. That's that's pretty good. It's pretty solid. I mean, 75% every day. I mean, I'd put that up against anybody that wants to come up to me and say, how'd you miss that game? Well, you know, I'll, I'll, t- I'll take one out of ten. I'm going to miss a few, out, but. I'm, but I'm going to get a lot. <laughs> so yeah we might have to figure out a way to throw this thing open next year uh, we talked about it just couldn't quite figure out the logistics of it but um you know some kind of an i beat most kind of thing in oh, parentheses and chris dude that would i know there's a way to do it i mean i want to get we've got some parameters that we set everything up. We were ready to go. We just couldn't get it done anything. in time mm-hmm. with the transition from SMTNSports.com to Main Street Murray. So if you guys are interested, make sure to pay attention to that because next year we will have a high school football pick and it's going to be a lot of fun. Uh, we'd love to have you guys join us in that. Back into hoops because we have our game of the week, our fast stop markets game of the week. You pass a few of those on the way down to Lawrenceburg. If you've got Verizon cell phone service, just leave your phone in the car. Because you ain't going to need it. You are not going to need it. <laughs> will not be able to use it. Not in Ralph Benson Gym. Or anywhere in the vicinity of Ralph Benson Gym. <laughs> because Lawrenceburg has no Verizon cell phone service. That's okay. They host the Columbia Central Boy Anger Alliance. <laughs> And I'm really I'm excited about both these games. I think they're both going to be good good basketball games. And here's the positive for Columbia Central is that football game is tonight, which means they will have potentially have Q Martin available tomorrow night in Lawrenceburg. So what's uh Yeah, most likely I, I can't I can't see Q not playing if he's available to well, play. In these All Star games, you you might play three or four series tops. I mean, typically because everybody's tr- they're trying to play everybody. Well, here's the thing: he's hoping to get some run on both sides. Both of the sides ball of the ball, yeah. Tonight. So, but we'll see how that goes. We're going up there, obviously, and um, but yeah, he could be um, he could be in the house for that Lawrence County game tomorrow night, and um, 
This is a team that's coming in at 7-1. and one. Their only loss was to a really good Lebanon team. Meanwhile, Look at Lebanon, man, with the high school or the football season they've had, mm-hmm. the basketball season they're having. They're loving life right now. Um, we have to have the, you and the, Tommy fight it out. The, 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 the girl Blue Devils coming off of a state Are they the state Devilettes? T- Actually, I think they are. I think the they are the Devilettes, yeah. Coming off of a um, state championship game appearance last mm-hmm. year. Corey Barrett over there doing a great job as well. But we digress. LCHS comes in at 6-0 and under their first-year coach, um, Wilson. What's his first name, JP? Oh. Uh, sure. Mark? Not no, Mark. no, it's not Mark. Hang on a minute. I, his his last name is Wilson. Me as well. it, it, yeah, Wilson. I mean, I don't – couldn't tell you, but – Joseph. Joseph, that's it. Joseph Wilson. Yeah. So – Again, Lawrence County six and zero, Columbia Central seven and one, the the girl lions. <laughs> I cannot believe you said that, but um. Well, I mean, there you have to. Five and three, coming off of a big win over at Lewisburg the other night, fifty eight nineteen over Marshall County. Um, Lawrence County's girls coming in at four and two, coming off an even bigger win against Giles County on Tuesday. Down the Bobcats, eighty-one twenty-nine. So they've put some points up this year. I think they had ninety-five against somebody. I don't know, it's, but I can tell you. I can tell you this: the, the <clears throat> yeah, the girls' team has been really good. Uh, all I mean, all year, and this is going to be a tough test for <laughs> the Lady Lions in in a game that is not a. District Eight Triple A game as it has been since the beginning of time, so because weird. of the the four classification system that went into effect this season. Columbia Central now a member of District Twelve Four A. Lawrence County still in Eight Triple A, but it's configured a little differently, so or a lot differently. Yeah that that girls team beat Giles County ninety five twenty five. Okay. And eighty one twenty nine, and yeah, I, I mean, I don't think Giles County wants to see them anymore. No, they'll they'll just take it to the house. They this is a again this is a really good Lawrence County team. I'm looking forward to it, especially this boys game. I'm, I mean, seven and one, six and zero, oh, both teams coming in hot this is a rivalry game if there ever was a rivalry game and we will have coverage of this game from the one and only lchs grad hey, John, jonathan don't Paul don't hold that against me and make I, sure. I can be impartial i was gonna say now yeah make sure not to wear your I'd, if no, you're going to no, wear purple I'll, and gold well, this would be the perfect night to wear purple this is the time yeah I do have both Lawrence County and Columbia Central um, wear, here. Wear your Columbia Central shirt and your LCHS hat. Yeah. And be good to go. <laughs> <laughs> they might. Um, no, it's going to be fun. I'm looking forward to it. I, I stopped by and saw them, uh, Lawrence County and Giles County, um, Tuesday night mm-hmm. uh, on my way back into town just to get a glimpse before I covered them. Uh, yeah, Lawrence County girls can shoot the three. That's that's where they're going to get those big scores. And and the the Wildcats, 
really fast paced, a lot more fast paced than what Coach Shane Clark has done, at least recently. Now they, you know, a lot of guys came back from last year's team, and uh, the Wildcats uh, look pretty good. Uh, it's going to be a fun game, and you know, there's there's obviously some history wrapped into this um, into this rivalry beyond just it being Lawrence County and Columbia Central, which is going to be fun. It, sh- it should be a good crowd. They had a really good crowd Tuesday night. I imagine tomorrow night should be should be really big. Yeah, I mean, when you've got – and Columbia Central comes in with guys like Jordan Davis, who's you know been to the CP3 camp, Amari Franklin, Ronnie Bailey, Q Martin, obviously, Bubba Perkins. This is a really, really good uh, Columbia Central team. And I, honestly – I'm not sure if I'm not sure if Lawrence County's seen the athleticism that they're going to see tomorrow night. So, well, I tell you, they've got a couple of guys that match up. I think, um, particularly one guy who at one point at one time was not there and apparently came back. Um, Elijah Reynolds is a kid who um, I think transferred away. But like I said, he's back. He scored six points in the 79-43 win over Giles County on Tuesday night. So um, about 6-6 six, six, live wire. Um, it, he's going to be a kid to watch. He, he is. He's really grown up. You know, he's he's been on the scene since his freshman year mm-hmm. because of his athletic ability. Uh, and we've seen the steady progression. Uh, very comfortable with his athleticism. I think his body finally caught up to that wiriness that you talk about. Mm-hmm. But I tell you, a player who was a, a really good football player, a really good cornerback uh, for uh, David Marson and the Wildcats, Jacabri Stevens. That kid. Jacabri? Not Jacabri. Uh, uh, yeah. Jacabri. I think it is okay. Jacabri. Okay. Um, and, you know. Did I, you see that play? Yeah. There, if you go on social media, Twitter, um, a fantastic uh, catch behind the back and then lay in with he the finger roll. It was beautiful. Catches it, goes behind the back, and kind then of the comes up. Yeah, I mean, it was an absolute thing. It's on It's on SM underscore TN Sports mm-hmm. Twitter. I, I quote tweeted it. It's phenomenal. What a play. Yeah, that kid's going to be uh, – he's going to be hard to beat. But, you know, in that Hardin County win, 14 threes, Mo, you better get a hand in their face. Yeah, you, you got to run them off the line for sure. But I think – I think – Central defensively will be able to, with the guys that they can put out there, I think they can press them off the line and make them take some twos instead of threes. Um, The interesting thing about this Lawrence County team, a lot, a lot of football guys, Mm -hmm. including Alex Carr. Yeah. Who seems to be in the middle of everything down there. I got a feeling he's going to be Mr. – Mr. Most athletic, yep. yeah. Got one a feeling. Superlative, yeah. yeah. Senior class, he will certainly be most athletic. most athletic in the senior superlatives. I got a feeling. <laughs> um, some other games worth keeping an eye on. Um, Indy goes to Page tomorrow mm-hmm. night. Um, Santa Fe and Mount Pleasant play for the second time out at Mount Pleasant this time. So, and then finally, uh, moving into the college world, real quick before we wrap up, big. Uh, milestone for Quay Kennedy, the former Columbia Central Lion. Scored his 1,000th point just 20 seconds into Lee University's 69-66 win over Christian Brothers on December 4th. Um, finished up with 14 points and eight boards. 
I knew that guy was going to be a steal when Lee University signed him, and he has lived up to it. Yes, he has. All right, when we come back, we've got Brian Coleman going to join us on the phone, so stick around after this. Mid-Tennessee Bone and Joint treats your orthopedic injuries and existing conditions. Our trained physicians will get you back in the game faster. Contact us at 931-381-2663 or www.mtbj.net. Festop Markets is a full-service, family-owned convenience store chain located in 14 locations throughout Middle and West Tennessee. For those in our listing area, you can find them in Columbia, Centerville, Lawrenceburg, Spring Hill, Dixon, and White Bluff. Fast Stop partners with wholesale fuel brands like Shell, Marathon, and Exxon, delivering a consistent customer experience that is fast, friendly, and clean. If it's not already, it will soon become your go-to store to shop in town or on the road. Fast Stop Markets is proud to be keeping you moving in Tennessee. Keep your home as comfortable as possible. If you have any issues with your air conditioner, electrical, or plumbing systems, call Lee Company. Our techs use visual findings and other technology tools to add transparency and clarity. You see what we see, whether we're in a crawl space or on the roof. We're here 24-7, so if you need us, call us. Lee Company, call 931-548-4448 today or schedule your appointment at leecompany.com. That's leecompany.com. Hey, folks. While we take a quick break from the show, I want to tell you about our friends over at Custom Stone Handlers in downtown Columbia. Ned Rich and his team at Custom Stone Handlers believe in leadership. And outside of the military, our greatest leader-building platform is sports. Custom Stone Handlers proudly encourages young people to get in the game. You can contact them today at 931-490-4990 or visit customstonehandlers.com. Mid-Tennessee Bone & Joint has been the official sports medicine provider for Murray County Schools for more than 40 years. We specialize in orthopedic injuries and our OrthoQuick walk-in service lets you bypass the ER. Visit us online at www.mtbj.net. This is Southern Middle Tennessee Sports Today. Sports talk like it used to be. You know, like your crazy uncle used to listen to. Only better. Here's Chris and Mo. Welcome back in. I used to be kind of worried about that. It's a little presumptuous to say it's better, but then Mike Keith said it's good, so I'm good. <laughs> I'm just saying. And that was unsolicited. Unsolicited. It wasn't even on our show. Yeah, it, on somebody it was actually on another show. On somebody else's show, which is even better. There you go. Hey, by the way, they're doing a good thing down there, too. Oh, man. <laughs> Looking forward to wrapping up. The high school football season, at least as far as locally is concerned, tonight with the East-West All-Star game. I guess the All-American game still to come for one local player, at least two. We have just one. I mean, there's some others in Middle Mm -hmm. Tennessee, just not in our coverage area. But looking forward to it, and man, what a great football season it was. culminated – on Saturday night with the Summit Spartans and Oakland Patriots. Great football game. Everything you wanted to see from two two teams that just heavyweight fighters going blow for blow. And unfortunately, Summit did not come out on the winning side, but certainly 
put up every bit of a fight that you would want, Mo. And I'm looking forward to talking to Coach Brian Coleman here in just a moment on Coach's Corner, presented by From the Heart Cafe out in Chapel Hill. Uh, don't forget to go see Renee and the folks over at From the Heart who do a phenomenal job taking care of you, especially this holiday season. Uh, if you've got corporate parties, office parties, no better way to get it catered than to have Renee and the folks taking care of you. So we really need to take our own advice. We really do. I mean, it's, it's really hard right now with my, my schedule, but, uh, we'll get there. Well, Well, maybe, maybe JP and I just need to, well, just bring me back some blueberry cobbler. That's all I ask. Yeah, I got you. Be nice. All right. Uh, Coach Coleman joins us now. Coach, welcome in. Thanks for taking some time with us today. What's up, guys? How are you doing? All right. <laughs> Recovered. Yeah, I, I understand. He it's, slept at least. <laughs> the The recovery is a little different after an outcome like Saturday's than it was after, say, last year's, I guess. Uh, 100%. You're right. <laughs> You're exactly right. And and I would I would imagine the recovery after Saturday is even a little different than it was after two years ago. After the loss it was, to Central, I mean, it's, yeah, it's just, it just yeah, it just feels like a <laughs> feels like we played about forty five games, but uh, you know, it seemed like a long season, uh, which is fine, that's good. I mean, fourteen and one, so just it was a great season, but you know, it, it did feel long. There was no really no breaks throughout the season. You know what I'm saying? You had we had 15 straight weeks of, of really, really good teams that we had. Uh, you know, it's just, it's just, I don't know, good season. It's like, it's like, it's not like last year when you only played six games on the field and you got, you got a few breaks in there. That's got to, yeah, that's it's true. a little that's different. True. Brian we is, just, exactly. is it, is it different when the expectations are there? Yeah, 100%. It is. I mean, and you know, we're, I mean, I, we knew what we were, what our fifth senior class was capable of. Uh, so, I mean, I mean, that was the biggest thing, I guess, is uh, for us as the coaching staff, just to not really, not let them down or not let this class down. Uh, you know, try to give it everything we had as a coaching staff uh, every week. And uh, it was just, I mean, and it was a long season. I mean, this is a good group. I mean, it wasn't like we had to really, really motivate them heavily each week. But, uh, but I felt like it was a little bit added pressure for sure. You know, when when this season began and we all, you know, we, we basically crowned you guys, you know, the, the west side, west bracket champions. Yeah, west side. You know, was that was that something that you guys were, were feeling? Because it just never felt like at any point in this season or in the last three seasons that this team ever got, the pressure never really got to them. <laughs> well, <laughs> I think we're getting ready for a revelation here. <laughs> Maybe so, because it, I mean, it, it, you it just is. never saw it. Yeah. Uh, good. That's good. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's good. Uh, I mean, I don't know. As a coach of staff and as players, as kids, as parents, everybody, everybody reads clippings not they're not necessarily newspaper clippings anymore but everybody reads twitter these days and i mean and and we wanted a shot at oakland too you know what i mean I, we 
everybody said it'll be a great game between the two. Uh, can't wait to see this matchup happen. Can, can they get there? Can they make this matchup happen? And we did. And, uh, I mean, it was – I just felt like – I mean, but going through the Brentwood and the Ravenwood and, and the parity that always happens in this region in years past in 6A, that somebody always – Felt like got upset, like the team that won the first time didn't necessarily win the second time. So it was always you know combating that to try to not, not make that happen this year was also a thing too. I think. Oh yeah, I mean the last couple of years with Independence getting beat two years ago by Brentwood, Independence getting beat last year by Brentwood, Franklin beating Ravenwood, Ravenwood last year. Yeah. I mean, you're yeah. right. It just yeah. felt like that. You know, every every playoff year in that particular quadrant of the bracket. There was always a big upset. This year, that didn't really happen, and you guys had to play a bunch of really good teams to get there. <laughs> yeah, you're right. You're right. Yeah, and yeah, I mean, Houston County was no slouch for a, for a first round right. game, and then you got to beat Brentwood, you got to beat Ravenwood, and and even the Hendersonville game was tough. I mean, they they had their share. They had to go through their region. So, I mean, no weeks off, and. But that's I think that's the way it's supposed to be. I mean, it's 6A now, you know what I mean? There's, no, <laughs> there's not going to be weeks off in 6A because there's no slouches in, in players. There's no slouching in, in coaches' staff. I mean, uh, uh, you know, to get there was, was, was hard, was difficult on these, on these guys uh, mentally, physically. And, uh, I mean, it was a testament to get there. And, and we, I mean, I know we're, I know we're upset, and 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 we'll look we'll look back at it, starting to look back at it now, and say you know second place six A wasn't that bad. I know we wanted to win it all, uh, and 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 I think we gave our best shot at it, but uh, shouldn't hang our heads at the end of the day of, of what this group accomplished. If it was easy, anybody could do it, right, Brian? Sir, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you you yeah, you yeah. mentioned how physically tough this was you know you you had three guys named to the east west all-star classic that is um now being played tonight up at austin p brady pierce cooper cooper cook and um maddox reed maddox has actually had to withdraw from that ball game due to a um previous injury yes sir yeah he's uh he's had a shoulder problem all year long uh had a brace and and it kind of Got really, really bad the week of the state championship game. Uh, so, I mean, he didn't really practice all that week. He was going to therapy twice a, twice a day just to kind of get it strengthened back up, you know, in order to play. And, you know, had him taped up, braced up, and he fought through it and, and played a good game. And Cooper even had – Cooper has a broke hand, so he's going – he's going there this week with a cast on his hand. Uh, and we – I don't know if we, we mentioned Ty. Ty was our center. He broke his right hand, so he had a cast a softer cast on his right hand and played through that. Uh, uh, as a matter of fact, he did it in the third quarter of the Hendersonville game and practiced all week, kind of limited, but came in a state championship game and played a heck of a game, and every snap was perfect, I mean, with a broke hand. So, uh, you know, and me and you talked about it, Mo, off, off air. We, You know, I, I'm not trying to make excuses, but I want everybody to understand what these kids fought through for the team, for uh, the community, for, you know, everybody – uh, that's a Summit Spartan fan, I guess you could say. And and I think that's fair, Brian. I think, you know, after the fact, you know, it's not making excuses. It's a state and fact. These things happened, you know. And, yeah, and, and I think I think that's fair to you and your team to say that, especially the way you framed it. Like you said, these guys were beat up. They could have decided not to play. They tried to go out there and give it their all for 
for the program, for the community, and, and they're to be commended for that. You're right. I, I believe so. That's why I'm shedding, trying to shed so much light on it. I mean, and Cooper went twice to the doctor's out two different casts. Ty took a, a football with him to get his, his cast put on so he's, his hand could, you know, form <laughs> to the football. <laughs> I mean, these kids, I mean, there was never a doubt. I mean, they'll get hurt. They'll go see our trainer. and say, well, I'm playing. So, this, what's, how are we going to get to play? So, that was their – that was their mindset from the get-go, and and I mean, and Keenan and Destin were beat up too. I mean, just it's just I don't know. It's just, we're just, I'm just proud of them, man. It just makes me a proud coach to uh, you know to, to tell these stories so people understand of what they did go through. You know, when you said that to me after the game, I didn't realize the the impact that that it could have had. Just I mean, when your center's right hand is broken, that's a and, big and he's deal. right-handed. I mean that's a big deal, yeah. and and it, it certainly makes it 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 certainly makes especially in shotgun. Uh, Amen. That's right. I mean, <laughs> and I thought under center, so we went under. We've gone under center some, you know, short yardage. So I that was even hard. That was even worse. Oh so really? In, in any short yardage? Yeah, in any short yardage. Because of the contact. We gonna, yeah, the contact of it, and, the, and I guess the the force of it, the the, mm. the retaliation of it, I guess yeah. coming back. The, of it so uh so that wasn't a thing it doesn't matter if it first can go from the one we weren't going under so Oof. y'all have been talking about me probably on the air and, <laughs> yeah, well, you're right shotgun, what? shotgun snap <laughs> what is he thinking <laughs> well now we know yeah. the rest of the story there, there we go thank you, you know, speaking yeah. speaking of going under center you know when you made the transition three and a half years ago to Destin Wade as a freshman after your quarterback got hurt from the wing tee to the sling tee. (laughs) And we're already mad at you. We're we're a little grudgeful of the fact that the first time you used that phrase was not on our show. (laughs) But (laughs) it's a a fantastic phrase. And I think it, it, it perfectly defines what offense that you run. And I think, you know, I'm just curious how that's going to transition in the future. Oh, uh, that's a great question. I guess whoever wins the quarterback battle next year, but I mean, I, I, mean, I think, and and partial because it's, it's it's us and it's us, my coach, our coaches. That I mean, this this offense, I think, more morphed into something pretty cool. I mean, you've got a you've got a wing tee base offensive line going. We can still spread it out and go two by two, go three by one. Uh, and I mean, just uh, just the different reads we got off of it too is is pretty unique. Uh, just about every coach we play, they're like, "Man, that's just that's pretty neat." You know how y'all doing so and so, so and so, and that's just uh, talking to a bunch of coaches. I mean, I've, I've talked to so many coaches. What do you think about this? What do you think about that? And I think we've culminated into into something pretty cool uh, or hard to defend. So uh, I think you know a lot of it we're going to keep I mean, just because I mean that's our identity and, and I know what and we know how to call that and we know how to how to run that type of offense. So. I think regardless of who does get the job, I think it's still going to be uh, quite a bit similar. The thing, the thing that I would suggest, and I, you know who I, who am I, what do I know? But the one thing you don't have in the in this offense, or at least that I never saw, and maybe you just didn't need to use it, was like a wing back trap, right? With everybody flowing to the left and then getting it back to that wing back going, you know, in the trap. I, if you we added had, that out of the that. shotgun, oh my gosh, are you kidding me? <laughs> We had that, but people kept chasing that down. People would practice that so much. As soon as that wing back vacated that area, they would just start they chasing knew. it down. Mm. Yeah, yeah. I mean, 
we had run that double handoff for years. We called it a scissors play. We had run that. That was the old school wing tee, uh, running that double handoff. And heck, and, and, and you get to play in Hendersonville and, and Oakland, and, and, and there it is. still running it. So, <laughs> yeah, and there it is. So, I mean, uh, it's still a, it's still a mainstay in a lot of people's offense. Some people call it a sally, just, just different kind of different kind of things like that. But we got away from it. We had made it where it wasn't a double handoff. It was actually a quarterback keeper counter where the where the tight end and uh, tackle pulled. So we had that. It just didn't look the same. Gotcha. Well, I was just thinking, boy, it'd be cool if you if you fake the pitch to Keaton and then a little shovel pass to the to the wing back going Underneath. the other way would have been just crazy because chris <laughs> wants to be your offensive coordinator no, brian and I you can come did. and and you can come and write some stories for main street murray i just <laughs> thought i thought it would have been cool that's all i'm saying now Maybe let not. me tell you also some, something that double passes look really good in the nfl and college but double passes are sometimes pretty ugly in high school football no doubt brian you coleman that rusher coming you you got to have that rusher coming up field, and that doesn't that happen all the time in high school football. <laughs> Coach, thank you so much. We appreciate it. <laughs> we'll be back after this. Stick around. <laughs> 